Okay, I was asked by a couple of people this week the following Shaila. What if uh, four cups of wine is just too much for you? Now, uh, the Shaila can come in different forms. I was asked by one woman who has what's called gestational diabetes, um, where she's not allowed to drink wine, or uh, I think grape juice either, um, because of the sugar level in the wines and the, uh, the grape juice. And she's pregnant, obviously, gestational, right? She's, uh, she's, she's pregnant, and therefore, uh, you know, to just drink wine with less sugar content and higher alcohol content might not be such a great idea either. Someone else said that they are, they are allergic to sulfites, which is a uh, major, uh, major problem with drinking wine if you're allergic to sulfites. Uh, what if just a person like me, that if you drink four cups of wine, you will sleep very, very well that night, but you will wake up with the biggest headache in the whole entire world. And uh, you only like brewed coffee, and <laughs> therefore it's hard to make coffee on Pesach morning. So, uh, so what do you do in in that situation? How sick does a person have to get to do this? And this is actually a much broader topic. This is essentially we the Chazal are very clear about when you have to give up your life for a mitzvah and when you don't. They're major. We showed them talk about it at length. There's a lot of literature on that topic. Shulchan Aruch talks about it in Yardaya when you have to give up a lot, your life when you don't have to give up your life for a mitzvah. There is a lot of discussion, and also black on white in the Gemara and in Shulchan Aruch, how much money you have to spend for a mitzvah. When it's not about your life, it's about money. You have to give up everything. For Los say you have to give up everything. All that, that's very clear in Shulchan Aruch. Hidr mitzvah shlish. How much money to spend on a mitzvah is very clear. But what you don't find as much discussion, or really almost any discussion about in the Gemara directly, and in Rishonim even very little, is how much pain do you have to go through in order to do a mitzvah? How much suffering do you have to go through? What if drinking four cups of wine is going to land you with the biggest headache tomorrow? Do you have to go through that kind of pain? What if it's, 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 going, to, it's going to kill your stomach? Because you can't drink the alcohol, so you drink the sweet wine that has very little alcohol, and it's just going to destroy your stomach. Do you have to go through such pain to do a mitzvah? So this is a very, uh, if this topic should really be broken down into to three separate questions. Well, two separate questions. One is, how much pain do you have to go through to do a mitzvah in general? And then the second point has to be, is Dalakosos different than other mitzvahs? Dalakosos might be different than other mitzvahs in one of two ways. It could be different than other mitzvahs in that it could be that we require you to go through more for Dalakosos. Because just like by money, you only have to spend 20% of your money to do a mitzvah. By Dalakosos, since it's a mitzvah of Prisume Nisa, you have to spend more than 20%. You have to give up everything. Mocher Ksuso, you have to, Mishnah says in Psachim, you have to sell your clothing in order to be able to buy Dalakosos. So maybe you would have to go through more in order to be able to do Dalakosos. On the flip side, maybe you don't have to go through as much to be able to say Dalakosos. Because Dalakosos, the Gemara Psachim Kufches, says, has an element of Chairus. And Chairus isn't experienced if you're feeling pain. So maybe by Dalakosos, there's no sense in putting yourself through pain because it's going to be Chisarin in your mitzvah. So you can actually go in two directions. Once you figure out what the Allah is by the rest of the Kalatarukula, you can then go in two directions when it comes to Dalakosos. So what taka is the Allah and the rest of Kalatarukula? So there is a. Um, yeah, there's very little in the, in the in the Gemara about it, other than uh, there is a Gemara Mesechas Ksuvas Taflam Gimel and Beis, where the Gemara says, "Mimayd Musul Davar Chamer, Musul Davar Kal, Dilma Lohavi Vimtim Slomer Havi, Mimayd Misa Chamura, Dilma Malkus Chamura." That how do you know Misa is more Chamer than Malkus? Maybe Malkus is more Chamer than Misa, meaning pain. Going through the pain of Malkus is more Chamer than death. Damarav Il Moli Nagdua Lechanani Mishal Vazayu Polchul Tzalma. 
It's a good thing they threatened to kill Hanani, Mishal, Vazaria. That's why they were willing to give up their lives. Had they threatened to beat them up, they wouldn't have been willing to go through that. Pain is worse than death. So maybe pain is more than... If you don't have to give up your life for something, then maybe you for sure shouldn't have to go through pain. But again, pain, how do you measure that? Like, how much pain is pain? I mean, there's discomfort, there's pain, there's real pain, there's real illness. So certainly for, for any mitzvah, except for the big three, you don't have to give up your life. So to what level of discomfort do you have to go? So it's very hard to know. Uh, Rav Moshe has a tshuva in uh, Igris Moshe. I, I photocopied the piece. I don't remember what volume of Archaim this is. I think it's Archaim Chelik Aleph. Simen Kufa, maybe it was Chelik Beis. I'm not sure. Simen Kufa in Beis. Rav Moshe was asked about a person who was chole b'machla shtus, which I assume means they were in a mental hospital. They were uh, they they had a mental illness. And the doctor said that they're pretty much better, but they need to be kept there a few extra weeks for just to be certain that they don't relapse. And Rosh Hashanah was coming up. So the family wanted to know, should we Dafka take them out to be Yotze the Mitzvah of Tkiah Shofar? Apparently it's not a good idea to bring a shofar into a mental hospital and blow the shofar there, for whatever reason. Okay, so they wanted to know, should we take the person out and be Yotze the Mitzvah of, uh, of Tkiah Shofar, have him be Yotze the Mitzvah of Tkiah Shofar, but he's going to risk a relapse into whatever the illness is. He doesn't get into details what the illness is. It's one paragraph, tiny little tshuva. So Moshe says, but the svar that he uses to answer is very helpful. He says, we know what the Shulchan Aruch says in Tafresh Nun Vav, in that you don't have to spend more than 20% of your money to do a mitzvah. How much of your money would you spend to get better when you're sick? So probably you'd spend all of it to get better. You'd spend all of your money to get better. Well, it probably depends. If you had a headache, and you went into the store and you wanted to buy Advil, and they said, oh, Advil, how much money you got? Oh, you, you have uh, whatever, you have $100,000 in the bank? Advil is uh, $98,000. So you'd probably say, forget it, I'll, I'll live with my headache. But if you were really sick, or you had the risk of a mental illness that could really ruin your life, so you'd probably spend all your money for that. So Moshe says, follow the same rules you would follow by money for, for, for mitzvahs. Follow by pain for mitzvahs. How much money would you spend to get out of this pain? And if it's going to turn out to be more than 20% of your money that you would spend to get out of this pain or to get cured from this illness, then you're not mechuyiv to do the mitzvah. That's, that's what Rav Moshe's cheshman seems to be. Now, that's in mitzvahs in general. What about when it comes to dalakosos? So, actually, one more thing on mitzvahs in general. Maram Shik has a tshuva in Simon Reish Samach. Maram Shik says, Nish'alti b'chola sh'amrulo harofim ba'az haragadola sh'lo yochel matzo mara. There was a sick person, the doctors told them, Asharagadola, major warning, do not eat matzamara, it will be dangerous for you, you can die from it. So this was the Shaila. Vuhu wrote to Lahachmir This Chacham decided he was going to do it anyway. Ha! What do doctors know? I'm going to do it, or they know what they're talking about, but I'd rather die than not eat matzamara. So he decides he wants to eat matzamara. So also Shaila, what's he asking Maramshik about? Am I an idiot? What's he asking Maramshik? Am I a moron for doing this? No. He's asking Maramshik, do I make a bracha? So listen to this cheshman. On the one hand, I'm not mechuyiv to eat matzah because I could die from it. So maybe I should be like women making a bracha in Mitzvah Shazman Grama, where Rabbeinu Tam holds that women make a bracha in Mitzvah Shazman Grama, and I'm an Ashkenazi Jew, so I should follow Rabbeinu Tam, make a bracha. On the other hand, it's an avera for me to eat it. I'm going to do it anyway, but it's an avera for me to eat it. So it's Mitzvah Babavera. So maybe it's Ein Zemavari if I go and make a bracha. So it's a fascinating tshuva because Maram Shik spends exactly four words answering the guy's question. And then he spends the rest of the tshuva discussing a more interesting topic. So he says, uh, the answer to your question is Ein Lechol Vein Levarech.
You don't eat, don't make a bracha. So there's nothing to talk about. If it's, it's an issue to eat, it's an issue to Come on, what are you talking about? But then he says, okay, but what if you wouldn't die? Let's talk theoretically. What if you, you were in a situation where it would just cause you a problem with eating? So Ram Shik says the following svara, and, and he believes this svara. He says that maybe the idea is, maybe one can suggest that if you're eating in a way that it's disgusting to you, or that you can get sick from it, that it's harmful to you, that might not be called achila at all. And his raya is, the Gemara says in Yuma, that if a person eats an achila gasa in Yom HaKippurim, they're not chay. Because they're eating in a way that's actually harmful to them. So if you eat in a way that's harmful to you, it's not called achila bichlal. Ram Shik says, but it would have to be harmful immediately. It can't be something like, you know, I eat uh, you know, Chinese food and I know that later I'm going to regret it. But while I eat it, I'm enjoying it. No, it has to be something that's immediately harmful. So if you eat something that's clearly and immediately harmful, that's not called Achille Vishtiyah at all. So you're not being guilty any mitzvah Achille, any mitzvah Shtiyah anyway. So that would start helping us toward understanding the Dalakosas, that maybe if it's mamish harmful right away, then you're not even going to say the mitzvah by, by eating and drinking, by drinking the in, uh, in if, if it's very harmful to you. So it's far to say the other way, that uh, you should do it is Gemara Nadarim Daf Mem Tes and Beis. Gemara Nadarim Mem Tes says that a certain noble woman said to Rabbi Yehuda, "Mora Veravi." She said, "I don't understand. Look at you. You look so robust and healthy. How could it be that you're a great rabbi and you obviously enjoy the gashmius of delicious wine all the time?" So his response to her was, "Himnusa biyada da'itza. Trust me." All the wine I drink year-round is Kiddush, Havdalah, Dalit Kosos, and Pesach. And you should know something. I'm in pain from Pesach until Shavuos. I have headaches from Pesach until Shavuos. I have to tie up my, my forehead because of the headaches that I have from Pesach until Shavuos because of the Dalit Kosos that I drink. So it sounds like you do have to go through a significant amount of pain in order to be Yotzei Dalit Kosos. The way out of that Kamara is, you could suggest... No, that's just, uh, he, was a, he was a big tzaddik. He was a, that was a midas chasidus that he did, that he drank the Dalit Kosos. So what does it say in Shulchan Aruch? So we could have made this a much shorter shir. Shulchan Aruch and Tafayin Bey Sif Yod Paskins. Misheinu Shosiyayin Mepnei Shemaziko Osono Someone who wine is damaging to him or he really doesn't like it. Tzarich Lidchok Atzmo Vlishto Sulekayin Mitzvah Dalit Kosos You've got to drink wine anyway. Says the Mishra But if you're really going to get sick, Maziko just means you can have headaches. But what if you can have to be in bed all day? What if you could really get sick from it? Then you don't have to do it because Einze Derecheros. It's not Derecheros, you're not being the kind of mitzvah of Dalakosos. And the, obviously the references to the Gemara Msachim Dav Kovches, where the Gemara talks about Shesa and Chai, if you drink Dalakosos without diluting it, where Rabbi says, Yedei Yatza, Yedei Cheros Lo Yatza. And the way the Rashbam, the way Tosos understands Yedei Yayin, is you're only Yatza Simchus Yantif when you drink it Chai. But you're not Yotzei Cheirus. So over here also, you're not even Yotzei either one, because it's not making you happy, and it's going to get you sick. So if it's really going to get you sick, then you shouldn't drink wine. Now, if you're able to drink grape juice, most posts can hold grape juice is fine. But Moshe held that you should at least taste the, a little bit of alcohol content. So you mix grape juice and wine, just so you can taste a little bit of alcohol content in the wine. But if it's a kind of illness that grape juice and wine are going to be problematic, so first of all, you should realize that you don't have to drink the world's biggest shear. You don't have to eat the world's biggest shear of matzah, and you don't have to drink the world's biggest shear of, of yayin. You should go with a smaller cup, 
and just drink rov of that. Get a cup that's a revius, uh, according to some of the smaller shirim, four ounce cup, and drink two ounces, two point one ounces at each time. So eight ounces of wine probably won't uh, won't hurt you that badly. Um, but uh, but but if even that is a problem for a person's health, and it's uh, the doctors recommend against it, so then that's what the post can say. That's why you use chamar medina. So you would use uh, not beer because it's pesach. But uh, you you have to use some other form of uh, of chamar medina. Some folks can even say you can be yotze shmeikone yotze with someone else's, just like you normally yotze kiddush. You can be yotze even dalakosos that way. You know, we try to stay away from that. So lechatchila, drink red wine. Uh, you know, bidiavad, you could drink uh, grape juice mixed with wine. Bidiavad, bidiavad, drink grape juice not mixed with wine. Next level down, you drink chamar medina. And try to be able to that way. If you can't even handle that, then you at least you'll say with Shamea Code.